Hey, my name is Andrew Warner. I'm the founder here of BitCloud Jam, and joining me is Daniel Kemp. One of the projects that I'm especially excited about that he created is called CloudPunk. The reason I'm excited about it is that he found a new way to sell art without directly selling it, to basically, I, we need a new term for it. To say, give it away, Daniel, to your investors is not even the phrase. We need a new, there's a new economy here. We need new language for it. Yeah, it's almost right? like to tokenomics, I call it. In the past, as an artist, you might have said, if you want my artwork to be customized to you, pay me. On BitCloud, because everybody on the platform has a coin, you could say, invest in my coin. As long as you hold $100 worth of the CloudPunk coin, I will create custom artwork for you, a custom profile pic using this pixelated CloudPunk design based on your uh, profile photo. And what's incredible for me as a guy who just wanted to sign up for this is I bought $100 worth of your coin. I'm still holding on to the coin. I have an incentive to hold on to it because I'm hoping that more people, uh, as they, for example, listen to this podcast and find out about CloudPunk, that they will start to buy the coin. Then the value of my coin goes up. So now I'm not just a customer of yours saying, here's my money, give me something. I'm now a supporter of yours saying, here's my money, give me something, but I also want to give you something. I want to give you attention. I want people to know about you. I want to help grow it. And it's great for both of us. That's the vision here, right? Exactly. That's exactly why when we started CloudPunk, we really wanted to link it with the coin value somehow. And exactly how you described is exactly what we did. The thing that I want to understand is how it evolved how successful it's become. And then let's brainstorm, where could this go for other creators? Do you think that this is unique to you because you're the first person to come up with it? Or is there a way for other creators to learn from this and build on it and adjust and do their own thing? I definitely think this is the way that a lot of creators can use the platform. There's been recent changes where the founder award goes directly into the creator's wallet as opposed to their coin holding now. So it's much easier as an artist to make an income with your art or, or music or whatever it may be as a creator. Okay. Let's, let me define yeah. the terms just so we can get at the problem as it existed before and why it makes sense now. The way it okay. works on BitCloud is I first have to buy the BitCloud coin and then I get to use it to buy a creator's coin. You're the creator who's in this case creating this artwork. I'm the creator who's creating the podcast. People can buy my coin. They could buy your coin. So in the past, I would have had to buy the CloudPunk coin you then, as the creator, can say, I want a percentage of every one of these sales. That's called the founder, founder award. Yeah. So you could have said, I want the founder award. And the percentage that you would have gotten would have been in your own coin, which meant that every time somebody buys your coin, you get a little bit more of your coin too. And the downside of that is if you ever want to sell it so that you can get some cash out, US dollars, for example, everyone will say, well, this guy doesn't believe in his own coin. He's selling his own coin. Why should I buy into his coin? Today, exactly. there's a switch and you get what instead? How does it work? So rather than that percentage of the founder or going into your own holding of your own coin, mm -hmm. um, it goes directly into your founder wallet. Uh, so th then it's up to you what you do with it. So no one can see if you sell the coin, you can just do whatever you like with it. You're just given the BitClout coin, the coin of the realm. Exactly. And if you sell, nobody knows that you've sold it and nobody thinks that you don't believe in your platform. Exactly. Let's go back to where did this idea come from? It's funny, actually, outside of BitClap on Twitter. Um, and I was just making them for fun for friends. And 
when I first joined BitCloud, I was thinking, oh, what can I do to like sort of introduce myself to the community? What can I do? How can I get people to buy my coin? Just trying to work it all out, really. And I, and I, and I initially said, if you buy my coin for 10 bucks, I'll make you a, a custom CryptoPunk, which is what it was called back then. <laughs> a few people did it, and I met quite a few nice people, including Manu, who I did a punk for. And we got to talking. We started a newsletter together, all about BitCloud. And one of the things we did to grow it was to give away these punks to people. And it got so busy that we decided to create an entirely new page for it. And then we thought, well, how can we actually get people to buy the punk and hold it? And then the coin value would eventually go up. And then we came up with the whole idea of there'll be this eventual NFT, which showcases all the NFTs that we make into one and we could sell it. And then everyone that holds the coin could get a share of that eventual sale. And we thought that's a really good idea. Let's do it. Ah, and that eliminates the issue of me, Andrew, buying $100 worth of Clout Punk's coin, getting the punk <laughs> and then going, all right, I did it, selling it. And then the price goes back down. Got it. So now I, I have an incentive to wait. And the more I wait and hope that this NFT sells for a lot of money, the better it is for me because I'm going to get a share of that price of the NFT that you sell. When you were selling it and getting a founder reward back of your own coin, is there any sense of how much you were getting back or how much money you were making from that? Yeah. So obviously initially, because the founder reward went into our own coin holding, um, really, we weren't really making any money because we couldn't sell it. All that was happening was your coin was going up in value. But is there any value in your coin going up in value like that? Only for the initial investors. Because obviously their initial investment is now worth like 10 or 15 X. Ah, so for them, it's nice because they could then sell your coin and get back BitCloud's coin and then convert it into US dollars. For you, you can't do anything. You're locked in. Yeah, exactly. Before the founder reward changed and it went into our own holding. The only people that really profited from this were were the early investors. They've made a lot more money than we have out of this so far. So that fundamental change in how founder reward percentages worked, and it went now it goes into your wallet, is so important for a creator on the platform because it's great to hold your own coin. You know, you want to invest in yourself, but it's really hard to get any money out of it without looking like you're trying to rug pull or just take money from people. Yeah. Rug pull is where you get people to invest in your coin and then you rush out and take your money out. Okay. So then when it was changed and the money goes directly into your wallet, give me a sense of how much money you're making from it. So I think if you add what's in the coin holding and what me and Manu hold, it's probably about 40 grand, $40,000. But outside of that, the money we actually made in our wallet, it's probably about 10. And we've split that into two directly to our own wallets. Wait, what's the difference between the 40,000 and the 10? So the 40,000 is what we currently hold in the coin. So Clout Punk itself owns like 30 coins. I own like 10 coins, Manu holds 10 coins, um, but we can't really sell them without people thinking we're sort of trying just to profit. Yeah. I see it now, actually. It's uh, as of this moment, it's $28,280 worth of your own coin and you can sell yeah. it. In addition to that, you're saying it's $10,000 of the BitClout coin that's in your wallet and you've each split it to so about 5,000 each. There, okay. there or thereabouts, yeah. Plus okay. little bits here and there, yeah. Was it worth it then, considering all that work for five thousand dollars? <laughs> um, I think it's worth it because 
I've met a lot of people and that's led to other things happening. From a pure business point of view, it's probably not been worth it because I don't think I can go and sell all those coins now and just alienate everybody that's invested yep. into, in, in it. You know, I'm going to keep it going, hopefully make it to the 1,024 creators that we're trying to get yep. put, put together. And I'm hoping because everyone's holding a coin and their supporters, like you said earlier, they're going to actively promote it and that will lead to more people buying the punks and eventually people will want to buy that eventual NFT that we, we create and that will be worth something. Okay. So is it worth it? Yes, I think it's been worth it because of the people we've met. Okay. Um, we've made a big impact in the community. I think we've given a lot of people a lot of people ideas of how to use the coin and things like that. From that point of view, it's been totally worth it. Money side, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Okay, fair enough. If you would have started it now with the system the way it is, where you don't get your own coin, money goes into your wallet, would that have been worth it? It would have. Yeah. It would have been over a hundred thousand. Over a hundred thousand dollars. Got it. Okay. So that's, that's the danger of being early, but the advantage of being early is you got to make your name. There's also a chance now that you're going to get to do a follow-up, right? Where after you do the 1024, you could have a different design idea. And now there's another 1024 and right. The money comes directly to you. Other people are going to be inspired by this. Where do you think that this could go? What else could they do other than saying, I'm going to copy Daniel exactly? Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of people did try the same uh, tactics and it worked for some didn't work for others um i think we we because we were the first it just worked really well everyone wanted to be part of it it was fear of missing out it worked really well in terms of what other people can do in the future uh really it's all about community uh, with nfts i mean gary v is a perfect example of that um he's managed to sell literally all of his nft collection uh, it's called like v friends or something uh, I mean, they're literally just things he's he's drawn with a pencil, probably in about three seconds. Um, yes, but he also says you own this digital version of my art that I drew, yeah. but it unlocks stuff in the real world, like access to my conference and uh, and going to fish with him and a bunch of other yeah. stuff. So yeah, so that that's great from a f- first buyer point of view. They get this like access to Gary V, but then what's it worth after that? There's no access to Gary V after that. I can't imagine Gary V is gonna continually offer this access right. in the future over and over again. I'm not sure if that's the case, but yeah. Uh, but in terms of what other creators can do on BitCloud, it's a tough one other than what they're doing already, which is just putting that really good content, um, continually helping to build the community. I mean, I don't mind that people copy the idea of what we have with CloudPunk. It's, it's, it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Um, providing a personalized um, image of someone it, it goes down really well with people and people like it. All right. Let me brainstorm a little bit with you. All right. Right now, there are tons of designers out there who could do anything. If I wanted to have a really nice intro for the video version of this conversation, I could go on Fiverr and I could pay somebody probably $15 for a bad version of it, $100 for a nice version of the intro. Can you imagine a world where someone sets up shop on BitClout and says, I will create the intro for your video interview. And all you have to do is own $100 worth of my coin. And then they get a founder reward of, say, 20%. So they get $20 worth of it. And that person hopefully will hold it. But even if they don't, it doesn't matter because now the creator gets $20 for creating an intro. 
Exactly. Yeah. I, I think um, there's a guy called Charlie Hilton who's mm-hmm. pretty, uh, pretty big on BitCloud right now. And I think he's doing the same thing. So if you buy $1,000 of his coin, he'll design like two or three pages, a, a landing page or a screenshot or something. And he take a founder reward for it. So it's like this perfect freelancer marketplace. Yep. It's pretty good. And then they can obviously support them in the future by holding their coin and they can profit from the coin going up in value. It's, it's a really good way, actually, for a freelancer to make money. What's the incentive for holding on to the coin? Maybe you need to have a follow-up. Something like, as long as you hold on to the coin, I can give you updates on this uh, design. Or as long as you hold my coin, I can make edits. I don't know. There needs to be something that's a little bit different there, don't you think? Yeah, no, for sure. And this with Cloudpunk, for example, we needed that sort of, what's the, what's the word? A hook um, to, keep, to keep them there. And, the, and obviously the eventual yep. NFT and the fact that it's going to sell for a certain amount of money and they're going to get a share of it, that keeps them holding for longer. Um, and I think it's the same for a freelancer. A lot of times when I refer a creator to someone else, I say, you should hire this person. There's no benefit for me. Here, there's a benefit for me, which comes with ups and downs, right? The plus is now I get a benefit, like a commission for introducing a creator because I'm still uh, holding their coin. The negative is that maybe there's less credibility in me saying you should go and hire this creator because I'm incentivized to do it. But still, there's there's something in that. Yeah, that know for sure. And it's not only freelancers, it works for all creators of any sort. Okay, what about now like a version of Fiverr that just lists all the creators who are on the platform who will do work for anyone who holds onto their coin. That could be a thing that's useful. And now creators, right? And creators now have people who care enough about them to both hire them, but also to be invested ideally longer term. And then it's up to the creator to think about what's the incentive for holding on longer term. That's an interesting model, right? Yeah, for sure. Now, and, and there's even another way you could do it, which is you could say that if you hold the coin, uh, I'll give back, I'll, I'll buy my coin, my own coin, a percentage of the profit I make every year, I'll put back into my own coin so that the coin value goes up so everyone profits from it, if you know what I mean. Got it, got yeah. it. There's even, there's, even, there's even tools that allow you to pay out dividends based on the percentage they hold as well, and it, it's automated. It's, uh, there's some lots of clever things going on. Okay. And this is super early days. That's why I think this uh, brainstorming session makes sense. What else do you think could work? I feel like um, taking it off the digital world could also be interesting. So I had this idea that what if I sell cookies this way? Maybe I learned to bake. I'm going to bake cookies and send them out to you. And it's like the BitCloud cookies. As long as you hold on to my coin, I will send it out to you and I'll get a founder reward for it. And we see if there's a way to to basically sell physical goods this way. What do you think? Definitely. Um, there's actually something called Pay with BitCloud. I think it's paywithbitcloud.com, um, which allows you to, I think it allows you to set up basically a checkout page for a specific product. And yep. when you go there, you log in with your BitCloud account, and then you can buy it directly using your BitCloud wallet. PWBC.io. Got it. Sell your goods, services, and art. Get paid in BitClouds. Buying with BitCloud. With BitCloud just feels like you're taking one currency and changing it for another. It doesn't doesn't take advantage of the uniqueness of this platform of having investors versus selling assets. So what if I, instead of saying, give me BitCloud, 
I say, hold on to my BitCloud coin and I will give you this service or I will give you this product. That's where I think it's more interesting. Yeah. Actually, uh, another project I'm involved with uh, called Clubrooms, yep. what we plan to do there is have a sort of, in the future, have a sort of set monthly subscription, just like a normal general SaaS in the real world, um, but then hold the coin for additional features. So you could have like customization features in the live chat. You could change the color. You can have like special gifts and things like that. But only if you hold oh, the that, coin. Wait, so Clubrooms is? It's Clubhouse for video. Oh, with video. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize you guys were adding video. I guess what you're saying is, number one, if I want to use it, I have to own your coin. I'm not paying you with US dollars. I'm just holding on to a certain amount of your coin, right? And you get a founder yeah. reward for it. But the incentive for sticking around is I will get more features as long as I hold on to the coin for a certain amount of time. That's interesting. But what it doesn't give you is the, the, the SaaS model of getting paid every month, right? Exactly, yeah. So ideally, we have the monthly subscription model like normal, uh, and you get access to a plan. Um, but maybe if you hold the coin as well, you get access to another plan or just additional features. Mm -hmm. um, so we always want to make sure there's a link back with the coin value of some sort. Yeah. Um, and, it, and that goes for not only hosts like yourself who will host the club room, but that also goes for the audience. Yes. So they'll only have access to your club room if they hold your coin. So they're in incentivized to hold your coin. Right. That's one of the exciting parts of this new environment. Definitely. By turning people's coins into utility, that's where I find it's more exciting. I don't want people Definitely. to hold my coin because they think I'm going some places in life. I want them to hold my coin because they get access to something that they couldn't get otherwise, and that's the value. And now you're giving I, I, me another tool to do that. 100% agree. And that's that's why we're building tools like Clubrooms and like Clout Later. You know, we want you to, to be able to get something out of it yourself yep. and provide utility to your own coin holders. Exactly. All right. So Clout Later was your first software product for the platform. I thought it was brilliant because it's kind of a pain to say it's best for me to post on BitClout at 9 a.m. Pacific. But if I have a meeting at 9 a.m. Pacific, I have to stop it and do it or wait till later. You created a way for me to write my message and then schedule it. And all I have to do to get that access to get your software is hold your coin. My problem with that was I don't want to give you access to my... A passcode. Yeah. So at the moment, CloudLayer, no login whatsoever. Mm. And we don't ask for your passcode. Right. Of course. I've responded to other people with that. But right yeah. at the moment, it's a Chrome plugin. Exactly. Yeah. So people have been worried about Chrome extensions right. for some reason, especially if you have to provide your seed phase phrase uh, in order to access it. But we, we built it specifically this way. So it's completely local to your machine. Right. Um, yeah. So it basically just emulate, emulates you as a user. The downside to all that is in order to use CloudLayer, you need to keep your browser window active all the time. Okay. Um, but eventually we'll have the full-on app where you'll be able to log in with BitCal Identity and use it just like any other scheduler, like Buffer, for example. BitCloud does make that available to you, that permission base where you can post on my behalf, but not buy and sell on my behalf. Exactly, yeah. So based when we um, develop that, that part and use the APIs, we basically ask for permission for certain things and it, it'll tell the user what we need access to and what we don't need access to. And okay. then they agree to it. Yeah. So why do you think that Clout Later didn't do better? I think we were very early. Mm -hmm. um, 
one thing actually this is actually maybe a, a downside to uh, the fact that you have to hold the coin in order to use a service people are basically just paying us a penny um uh, in order to use the service because they just need to hold any amount of our coin um so advice to anyone else that's planning to do this is to have a minimum amount of coin holding um we've kept it the same for the minute because it doesn't really matter at the moment it's we, we've built this tool it works it's it's really simple there's no server it's completely local to people's machines so it's like mm -hmm. yeah go wild um people buy our coin every single day uh, to have access to it um, but i think that the actual full-on app will take it to the next level because that's what people expect they expect to be able to log in add multiple accounts have team members mm. and you know even uh, share to like twitter and facebook at the same time as bitcloud all right. That makes sense. Yep. I want to use club rooms to do one of these interviews. When can I do that? Well, um, I was actually in a club room today, so it, it works. Yes. Okay. I was in a club room with, uh, with the two, two of the guys in the team. Um, we were in a club room, uh, just testing some things out. I'm hoping that by the end of this week, we'll have like that first alpha version. And I know okay. you love a buggy thing, so I I'll be buggy. sending it to you. Yeah. Okay. And then can I, for next week, do the first interview, maybe with the whole team? I'll try it. Yeah. Okay. Let's, and we see what I can do. Yeah. All right. How do I record it? I I'm imagining that at the basic level, I can use um, my own recording tools on my computer, but what do you think? Um, yeah, you should be able to use your own recording tools. If not, because we're building on the Twilio API, uh, they have recording ability built in. So hopefully we just be able to switch it on, but, um, but I'll let you know on that one. <laughs> okay. Dude, this is exciting. It is really, really good. Yeah. It's like the beginning of the internet again. You have a business besides this. Are you now focused completely on BitClout and taking your eye off the other business? No. Um, my day is pretty full. So obviously my day to day is Q. That's what pays the bills every day. And that's where I spend most of my time. But I think because BitCloud is such a big opportunity, I just had to spend basically every other waking hour that I have outside of my family and my kids on BitCloud building because I think that's such a big opportunity. What does Q do? Q is a social media tool. Well, it started off as a social media tool. We basically find content for you to share on social media. So it fills mm -hmm. your sort of content calendar. And that sort of progressed into content promotion tool as well. And you can share your blog and everyone will share it out. And, and now it's about... Uh, reading and content and discovering content, discovering content creators. There's actually <laughs> some really big synergies with Q and BitCloud, but maybe that will happen one day, but we'll see. <laughs> Every time I open up a message to you on Superhuman, Superhuman set shows me your profile photo at the top, and then it says founder CEO of Q, and it also says currently at $50,000 annual recurring revenue. Oh, 500K, actually. Uh, sorry, I don't know why I said 50,000. <laughs> 500K Recurring revenue. Impressive. Yeah. It's all right. It's not that great when you consider we've been around for almost six years. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> our investors wouldn't be that, uh, wouldn't be that, aren't that happy. <laughs> How much have you um, raised? Uh, about 200,000 uh, since the beginning. It's not That's too not much. much. No. How big is the right. team? Uh, the, the team is currently eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's solid, but I can understand if you've got a bigger team and you've got expectations once you've taken funding that it's different. Um, yeah. And then so far, everything on BitCloud, you're doing yourself. You're not raising any money. You're not going beyond just you and the developers that you're working with. 
No, yeah, no, it's all been sort of bootstrapped. Um, I think I started with $250 and BitClout and that sort of, uh, that's gone for like 10,000%. <laughs> it's pretty good, pretty good start. Dude, what's the deal? I saw you post today that Raj, how do you pronounce his last name? Lahoti, is it? Lahoti, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. That he just gave you like six coins that's worth how much money? What are we talking about? What happened there? <laughs> so he posted on his on his page that uh-huh. if you send him an amount of diamonds, he will send one more than that. So okay. I sent him, he said it was a trust game. So okay. I sent him five diamonds, uh, which meant he would have had to have sent me six diamonds. So five diamonds is worth approximately $70, $80. Okay. And six diamonds is worth 10 times that. So $700 to $800. And he did and that. He, he did it. And he's why, been doing it to hundreds of people. Why is he doing that? Uh, he's either got too much money or he's just a really nice chap. <laughs> I feel like he's just goofing around on this platform, experimenting, trying all kinds of random stuff. But I, I don't I don't know why this makes sense. Yeah. So when, when someone sends you diamonds, you're basically hold the amount of diamonds, in this case, $700 plus in their coin. So now I've got a holding in Raj's coin. Okay. So every time he sends someone a diamond, they get a holding in his coin. So his cap table, if you want to call it that. So his coin holdings. Coin, Goes up. Bloody hell. Coin holders. Has, there's over 2,000 people that hold his coin. And that's mainly because he sends so many people diamonds all the time. I get that. And I guess when he's giving you an extra diamond, it's not like he's taking money out of his pocket. He's just giving you more of his creator coin that's worth that much. And so what does he care? As long as he's not planning on buying more of his coin, he's fine. That's an interesting experiment, actually. That's really clever now that I think about it. So he gets your coin and you get his and he could always sell your coin and get cash back for it. And if you sell his, the only thing that happens is his coin price drops, but it's not going to affect his cash. That's pretty clever, actually. Now that I think about it, did, did we figure out what he's up to there? Well, he's been doing lots of different things. He's... One of the major things he does is basically sell his entire holding in his own yep. coin, like 150,000 plus. Uh-huh. And so his coin value will drop significantly. He then tells people that um, his current founder reward is a certain percentage, come and buy in now, and I will reinvest 150K in 24 hours or something like that. So everyone buys in. 24 hours later, he goes and puts 150K back in. Coin value goes up again. All those people that initially bought in that drop sell again, they all make profit. So I think really the only people that are making profit are the people that are buying and selling at the right time. He's probably <laughs> losing money at this time, but he's but he's really got his name out there. And if that is the reason, then, you know. Well. The diamond thing we figured out, he's not losing any money with the diamond, right? All he's doing is now getting more people to hold his coin and he's getting your coin too. And he could sell your coin and doesn't matter what happens um to his coin the other idea of him what does he call it he calls it the raj pull where he (laughs) he sells all of his own coin holdings he gets people to come back and uh buy at the lower price and then he comes in and buys more of his i don't know i wonder where that ends up i guess for all he cares it's just fewer fewer of his coins that he owns yeah so yeah he, he will be losing an amount of coins every time he does this so it can't be about the money, all this. I don't know, does be he? Because him. every time somebody buys his coin, he gets the founder reward percentage. If he just yeah. comes in at the exact amount as he had before. 
He doesn't. He, he literally does um, the original amount plus all the f- new founder reward back into the coin again. Oh, all the founder reward goes back in the coin also. As well, yeah. Okay. It's still an interesting experiment. I don't know how well that does. But these experiments are really clever. You just have to think about what he's up to and what could come of it. And that's interesting. To me, though, those those little games are fun to play. They kind of test the system. They make the day more interesting. But I don't think they're the long-term up, upside on the platform. I think the long-term upside is coming up with a real benefit for people who hold your coins that is different from selling them something. I agree. That was totally the way to go. All right. So here's what I learned. Number one, this art project is a good example of what of future art projects. I could understand somebody else saying, you know what, I'm going to draw for you as long as you hold my coin. I will draw the whole thing. Uh, I'll draw your family photo. I'll do something else. I'll draw your logo. Just hold on to my coin. And then they make money from the uh, founder rewards percentage. That's an interesting model. The other thing is, can there be a freelance economy built on BitCloud where people will perform a service for anyone who holds a certain amount of their coin? The third one is software. Software seems like an obvious, right? Though I do think we need to figure out the SaaS model for it. How do you get paid more than just the first time somebody buys your coin? Yeah, um, I think there's a there's a major opportunity for someone uh, to create a automated billing uh, tool built for BitCloud where it would basically like Stripe. So it manages those monthly subscriptions. So it basically buy an amount of coin every month. So you okay. get that founder reward on a recurring basis. If someone could build that, that'd be great. Thanks very much. Right. The Add the the recurring revenue component, the recurly for BitCloud. Yeah. yeah, that would really make a lot of sense. But you really have to trust them with your wallet to be able to have them pull out money every month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there there is a security risk, but I suppose BitCloud identity makes it slightly simpler. It's no different, really, than having your credit card information stored on Stripe when it comes. Well, no, I can get my credit card if if money's taken out of my credit card, I can just complain and I get it back. I don't think I have to lose more than fifty bucks here. I could lose the whole thing. But you know what? I think that this whole economy is too nascent for that to be required. We're still trying to get early users, early adopters. Yeah. Any other tool that you think I should be using? I'm trying to use more and more tools. Use this podcast as a platform for using tools. Um, there's prospercloud.com. Uh, I'm going to interview That's the founder really... of that next uh, yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. No, he's, he seems like a really nice chap. I've actually not actually had a chat with him yet. But I'd love to, love to catch up with him because I love what he's built and what he's doing. What he's doing is helping me analyze my wallet and and other people's wallets. Yeah, it's really it's really clever. Just literally type in the person's username. They'll tell you if they've changed their username in the past and all these other really cool stats. And yeah, it's really, uh, it's really useful that. sometimes. You get to see if they change their founder award percentage. You get to see. So I got to see who bought for me and I saw, thank you for buying my coin. And then <laughs> he also shows neighboring uh, transactions. So if you sold somebody else's coin in order to buy mine, that's interesting. You know what I'd love to see? And I'm going to talk to him about that in the episode that I record with him. I would love some kind of CRM of the big whales who are on the platform so that I can follow the people who are really investing heavily and court them as buyers of my coin. Good, good idea. Yeah, I think he's building something to track certain creators. It's not built mm-hmm. yet, but I can see there's a button there. So yeah, ask him about that. That'd be great. All right. For me? This is not like, I'm not recommending that people buy into this platform. I'm not recommending trades. And I'm not just saying that because I want to have a BS disclaimer at the end. 
I just don't know that this is, I don't know whether this is a good investment or not. I don't want to even think about that. What I want to think about instead is what can I create that's unique to this platform? So for me, the, the investment advice is not that interesting. It's blah. But hearing you, Daniel, think through how you sold cloud punks or how you actually got them out there, how you're keeping people on cloud punks, how you're creating software and then making it available to other people. That to me is the fascinating part that I want to explore. What's the new economy that's going to come out for this that will allow people to get paid for the work that they do and have a long-term tighter relationship with, with their fans, their followers, their buyers? I 100% agree. That's what's really held me uh, so much time on BitCloud um, because yeah. of that, how to use the coin. Yeah, for sure. Reckon A, I'm either going to send you a love note in five years saying, thank you, Daniel, for getting me this site, or I'm going to send you a hate note going, Daniel, I'm now addicted to this. This is like more addictive than YouTube. I can't believe what you pulled me into. <laughs> yeah, no, I think my wife would agree. Uh, I've spent probably too much time on BitCloud yeah. so far. <laughs> but it's good fun. It's good fun. All right, Daniel, thanks for being on here. Thank you all for listening. And if there's another project on this platform that I should be finding out about, come and tell me. I'm Andrew Warner on BitCloud and I'd love to talk to you. Bye, everyone. Thanks.